0: All right, guys. So I was going through Instagram reels as I do when I'm wasting time and should be doing something else. I came across one that was somebody going through the different days of the week with a different song for every single day of the week. And I was like, I probably need to start doing that because that would just be fabulous to be able to say this was today's song in a theme. So earlier today, I messaged Tara, my supervisor, and I was like, today's theme is I'm Still Standing by Elton John. Here we are Thursday. I'm still standing. If you guys had to select a song for your day, what would it be?
1: My day has been so hectic. I haven't listened to music today, which I think gives enough of an explanation of how little time I've had to slow down. Um, So I'm going to need a second.
0: (laughs) Acceptable. Acceptable. So the sound of silence is what we're hoping for. Mm. Mm. Yeah. um, I'm looking through some of my playlists. Um,
1: So I've had a, a song stuck in my head for the past week now um so i'll just go with that one it's uh goodbye by matthew mole who is a south african artist that is very fun and uh i highly recommend it
0: i like that reading to what you will by the song title there
1: yeah (laughs) you know i'm i think i'm gonna go with
2: um a song that i recently heard uh from dave grohl he posts it on his youtube he does a hanukkah series every year with i believe his producer who plays the piano and they put out a uh their remix of a song each each year um i believe this last year just with putting all the videos together they they must have done a live concert um for the each night of Hanukkah, um uh with a different artist. Uh one of them was Judd Apatel, but the, they started off the week with Pink uh doing let's get it started. Um and so I think that's kind of fitting with the, let's get it started for the holiday season uh and the break. So um it was it, it it's a wonderful little series if you have the time.
0: I enjoyed that list? I l- Yes. Yeah. Yeah, I, I like how we've gone from like, I'm still standing goodbye to let's get it started. And I'm like, okay, you're the bright spot of positivity in all of our really I, things.
2: I, 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 I'm i I'm a big fan of Dave Grohl. And so um <laughs> seeing his stuff from the past years to of the different uh the different remixes that they've done, uh with just, you know, even just two guys a piano uh and Dave Grohl on drums is always a pleasure. So
0: amazing. Yeah, it's going on the YouTube watch list faux yep. show. But thank you both for sitting down for today's Tech for Business podcast. So to introduce all of us, we have Matthew, who's our GRC analyst sitting down with us. We have Andrew, who's our customer strategy advisor. And then I'm Kelsey. I'm a member of our marketing team, but we're all talking together today because we're all members of our employee engagement committee which because it's a tech podcast, we gave it an acronym, the EEC. So we were all sitting down and we were saying, what would we like to talk about today? And we said, well, why not just using tech for employee engagement? So first off, I wanna put the question to both of you. What exactly is employee engagement when we're talking about all of this? How do you define that?
2: I can go first. Um, I think for me, it's wanting to make sure that Especially now, uh, with working remotely, that people know that we care. Um, Cit cares. Um, their managers care, and it's doing little things um, like having platforms that um, you know they can they can interact with others on uh, outside of work uh, that we'll talk about later, or if it's just a little recognition. Um, Saying hey, thanks for the meeting today, um, in, in a Teams message. So I think it's just you know giving everyone the tools um, to just break down the barrier to to say something nice or uh, talk to
1: somebody. I'll I'll agree with that. Uh, there's a lot of stuff that I I know people can read into this and and feel about it. I know that when I first started I very quickly jumped into it uh which is why we all spoke so quickly when i first joined the organization but one of the things that i think is important for how i think about it is ensuring that all employees can engage with other employees at the level they're comfortable um we have a lot of people who are maybe less outgoing or, or simply want to keep their work at a level and, and their home life at a different level. And it's not about forcing people to act in a certain way or join in on things they don't want to. It's about giving them the tools, like Andrew said, to engage in a way that's meaningful to them.
0: Now, 100%, and I think to kind of wrap up with both of you said is right post-COVID. So before we were all in the office, none of us were, but now we're sitting in three different states currently, recording a podcast all together, but that's how we typically work. And that's how we engage. and That's how we connect, which is right. A whole new thing is to say, hey, you don't have to just be in an office. And that's why you work together. And that's why you all get coffee or go get food is how do you create that same type of being connected without having to be all together in the same office, which I know is not anything that none of us are claiming to know the answer for. <laughs> but that's what we have a committee to go. Well, what is the answer? And can we have both Introverts, extroverts—however you want to do it—have a say in how they feel comfortable connecting.
1: Agreed. I feel yeah. like I—I I don't think this is something that I—I I felt we were doing, and there's a good chance this conversation was had prior to me joining AEC, But when uh, when COVID started, I felt there was a lot of push to try and replicate the water cooler conversations in a virtual space, which. Personally, in in where I was previously, very quickly did not work, um, and so realizing that it wasn't just a replication of a previous system, but implementing a new system and what does that look like? How can that be done again safely, respectfully, without feeling like you're being forced to come in on a Sunday for a, an appointment that you're that feels like work if it's not, etc.
2: Yeah, I agree. I. The evolution of this committee, uh, there were talks about it pre COVID, and, uh, and then as COVID progressed and we realized it was going to stay longer than uh, we anticipated originally, um, we realized that we had to change things. Um, one of the things I know that a whole lot of companies did, and CITs included, is like virtual lunches um, where you would just have, you know, you would just sit around and talk. Um, and those kind of quickly died because they were just kind of dominated by a couple people. Um, and it, for anyone who really didn't want to participate, it was just you were sitting muted, listening to other people talk. Um, and it, you know, really didn't continue on. Um, I feel like with the engagement that we've had, we've gone, okay, That's that didn't work, but how can we still like talk to each other and stay engaged and um you know it's it's evolved into a lot of things um and one of the things that um i was really happy about and really how i got introduced to matthew was was our book club um yeah you know you we had the traditional uh we never had the the traditional book club uh while we were in the office um but you know, I heard, uh, I had a conversation with a, f- with a friend and they're like, oh yeah, we do a family one. And we just talk and I'm just like, that's awesome. And I know that his family is all over the Midwest. Um, and I'm just like, that's a great way to stay connected. And, uh, I brought it up to Kelsey. And, uh, I think within the first week, uh, of Matthew, uh, joining, it happened it to be third our day. third day. <laughs> uh, yeah. Uh, because we, it was that we have it on, on the third Thursday. Uh, and that's one of the things that I feel like is important for some of these things is keep a consistent time and date. Um, don't try to run around everybody's schedule, uh, as much as we want to make sure everybody is included and make sure everybody is invited. Uh, sometimes you just need to set a time, uh, and a place you could say, um, yep. the old adage, the same, uh, bat time, same bat network. Um, same you know uh you know that that old adage um and one of the ways is that matthew uh felt comfortable enough to say i like books i'm gonna join the book club and first thing he goes is hey i'm really excited sorry i didn't read anything but i'm just here to listen and i'm ready to to enjoy and and uh, you know that enthusiasm um was infectious uh, in the in the book club, so thank you, Matthew, uh, for thank you. that. Uh, but I think that's one of the important things for, you know, kind of the groundwork on some of this stuff is just keeping, um, you know, keeping a consistent time. So when yep. new people join your company um, or your organization, you can say, "Hey, we have these things at these times." If you can't make it the first one, uh, or you don't feel comfortable enough. You know when it is the next time and you're not left out because, oh, you weren't here at the beginning. So you don't come to these lunches or anything else like that. So, um, you know, that's one of the tools that I feel like um, was helpful um, uh, with this engagement.
1: Which I completely Sorry, yeah. I'll, I'll yeah. completely agree with that.
0: <laughs> we're going 100% to everything that you just said, but it kind of made me think too, right? Of like, okay, well, how did we even set that up? How did we decide to go? Yeah. How did Matthew know about it? And, right? It's kind of the old, like, okay, do we need one more thing on our computer? Do we need one more way? Right? There's Slack. We use Teams. So, right, we're not here to sell anything. But if they're like, how did you do it? We use Teams. We set up a channel underneath a yeah. team, right? The meeting is in it.
1: Yep, and, and it's all and, readily and, accessible for and, someone and, like me who pokes his nose in everything when he started. <laughs> and it's and it's Which a very consistent place too. Yeah. Uh, yeah. So
2: all of our other clubs, you know, both Matthew and Kelsey are in the fantasy football league, uh, and so uh, you know, we 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 decided, hey make a channel under there for this year's fantasy football so we can chat and have things in there. We never meet, uh, but it's a fun way of interacting with people uh, and having, you know, um, that engagement there. But if somebody wants to join, knows what's going on at CIT, we have a certain group that you go under. uh, And that is, you know, part of, uh, you could say, a toolkit of when somebody has a great idea, here are some things that we have learned to do that. Those are you know two of the things but you know enabling other people at CIT to to say hey you like video games let's make a video game group you like yep. you know making things knitting crocheting cool here's a here's what you should do that we've found that works yeah. um and it's you know one of those i'm not saying i have all the answers we're not saying we have all the answers but um this is what's worked uh for yes. us um but also find I, what works for your company because everybody's a little different.
1: Definitely. And and I'd like to dive in a little deeper to using those tools that you mentioned, the way that I think it works. One of the reasons I think it works so well for us, and I'm going to use the book club as an example here. So taking it back to how we're not trying to replicate what it would have been like in person, right? I like to think of when you're, when we're talking about employee engagement, a lot of people think about in person they talk they think about that and so if we break it down into what that's like generally even in a full group environment like that you're going to have split off groups right you're going to have some people who want to talk about one aspect or some people who want to talk about something entirely different and part of part of that was trying to recreate a situation where people who maybe aren't fully involved in in one book can still join those groups Um, so our our book club, and this was started by you guys, um, and it's something you did, and I, I really, really love it, is that instead of doing We All Read X book, it's done on genre or a style of book or some very sometimes arbitrary seeming boundaries that I absolutely love. Um, right now, at the time of recording, we're doing books that will be turned into movies or tv shows and so we can read anything within that genre to find something defeats that, that meets what we would normally read and then we discuss those books that we read as well as like how we think they're going to be turned into movies things we've noticed that are in common so we've instead of trying to say everyone has to be in this space reading this book a physical solution we've created a more tech-based solution where everyone can join in and it doesn't have to replicate exactly what your traditional book club would do
0: no 100 percent, and i think too thinking i love talking about book club we're all like yep we're book club people we love book club (laughs) but right i think traditionally what i would think of a work book club i'd be like oh they're probably making you read a workbook, and then we're implementing it, and we're a strategy off of it, which is great. I'm not discounting that at all. But I love our structure of what I call choose your adventure, which I did not coin the term, but it's my favorite way to describe it. That when somebody goes, well, does this count? And I say, well, do you think it does? Because if you want to read it, That's, that's about it. We're not here to gatekeep reading, but I think that I've learned more about the members and especially both of you by what you choose to read (laughs) and how you react to it. than if we all reacted differently to the same content, which I think has also been a little bit of a self-adventure that I'm the book club member that gets there. And I'm like, I hated it again. Hated it. (laughs) (laughs) And
2: and I feel like part of it too, is we've all like picked several books sometimes per month where you're just like, I'm going to read it. Don't like it put it down and we find something that we like. Um and, and, and we're like, well, I tried like three different books and I just ended yeah. up doing this one. And it's like, you know, in a traditional book club you'd be stuck with that, you know. Um, you know, 10 habits of highly effective people and you're just like, I read this in high school, but I want to be part of, you know, this yeah. book so I want to talk about books and I'll just wait until after and I can you know take that extra time and talk about what i want to do so um that flexibility and learning more uh about other people definitely you know there's... a lot says about someone
1: from the books that they choose um,
2: <laughs> It does in a good
1: way <laughs> it's it's great to know uh, there's been some books that i've read recently that were recommended by kelsey that were outside the genres i'd normally read same with you um andrew i i've read malcolm gladwell books which i'd not even looked at previously. So there's a lot of that that comes into it and I think I think within the the book club space one of the reason one of the ways the tool is helpful in the organizing these meetings, keeping them scheduled is it it promotes conversation that we instigate. We aren't yes. forcing a conversation about a particular topic. Because, again, that's not what's happening when you're going to in-person events. You're gravitating to people who want to talk about the same things you want to talk about. And so we're not trying to enforce a specific rule on these clubs or these groups. Um, the video game group, for instance, has a, a similar thing where sometimes the, the genre is not talked about at all. It's just, hey, here's something I've been playing. Does anyone have any thoughts? So those are great. Um, we also keep them open for separate meetings for, for people to kind of jump in and just chat. There's no there's no limitation to what we're trying we're just trying to promote that conversation. We're not trying to limit it or specify how it has to happen. And the team can kind of run from there. Um, we have a we have a couple other tools I know we've really focused on these groups. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Is there any that come to mind right now?
2: yeah no i i feel like we did uh that's like kind of the, like the foundation of it right yeah. um yes uh cit has been awesome with um giving the ec leverage of going hey we found this tool let's try it um you know one of them was MoveSpring, which is our fitness app um and we do you know, every other month challenges or um, best way to put it is challenges, right? Like uh, I still know, haven't goals, forgiven goal you for November.
1: I'm still angry <laughs> so, about still how angry. much pain I was but in the like, most in it, November. It,
2: it, it, you know, and it's another way of conversing with other people um, who may you may not know about um, and uh, seeing a different side of somebody that you're like, Oh, I didn't know that you, you know, like to do Ironmans on the weekends, you know, uh, or you, you, okay. You know, uh, I, I think the the one that got me from um, move spring was one of our developers had so many steps and just like, how does he get so many steps every day? And it turns out he does um, he does a form of martial arts as his fitness and that's how he gets all the all all those steps almost like oh okay like and it's like you get to learn a little bit about you know people and what they do outside of the screen um and and so that was that was really nice um so yeah the engagement through that has been awesome
0: Right, which I think is just another form of like, hey, you're not just doing, you're not getting to know your coworkers only in meetings or only if you feel like talking. Mm -hmm. Because what you just pointed out is a perfect thing that as an introvert, I can go through the list and be like, this person is getting this many steps. Does anybody know why? And they're like, oh, he doesn't. And I'm like, okay, like I would have never known that. And maybe you're not feeling comfortable reaching out to them because it's cross department and you only know them by their name or their little online profile pic and you're like I don't know stranger what are you so I think even though right move spring was something that we had to get approved this is additional cost it was worth it because it was something that was you know another app it tracks your steps if you have an activity tracker or you can put it in but we were kind of like okay how do we pick something that doesn't feel like it's shoehorning all employees to being You're only going to focus on losing weight or you're only going to do this when you already know that there's going to be so much difference between time zones, eating preferences, personal strolls, whatever you want it to be. We want it to be something to go, this is a way to connect actively, but we're not going to force you again to go, this is forced participation and you should be healthy. Because I liked when we went through that, that they said, you know, you can do mindfulness, you can do drinking water. Um. As the least active person on this call between the three of us, I'm like, I get to watch both of them and go, good for you, good for you. But then when we're on team (laughs) challenges, I'm like, I would like you both on my team because you are super (laughs) active. And I'm just going to, like, bring up the rear and do what I have to do. But it's enough to go. I still did a mindfulness challenge with just the marketing team, which is two of us. Spoilers. Um, (laughs) But we still did the same thing that I was like, man, we're getting really overwhelmed. We have two events going on. I'm just going to set this up, and that's what we liked, is that it had the function to allow employees to set up their own challenges, because I think that's one of, like, our, whenever we talk to the EEC, we're like, this is a great idea, but this is only so many of us saying that we like it, so do the tools and the technology fit to say, can we give enough control to the employees that things spark on their own and become collaborative instead of just being a set it and forget it and say, either you do it or you don't, and this is how we want to do it. Because if I had to try to mirror what AJ does running, I would die. Just flat out.
1: <laughs> yeah, it's not happening. <laughs> uh, well, thank you. I've- um,
2: One of the conversations that we always have when we talk about events um, is really the. Th- the, the three ways you can have events now, um, is either purely in person, uh, you know, which we've had some of those, um, you know, one of the examples was, uh, a St. Saint Paul saints game CIT did that. It's kind of hard to incorporate remote, um, <laughs> to that. Um, so, you know, looking at what event you want to do and how, you know, you could make it in-person versus hybrid versus purely remote. Um, You know, an example of the hybrid that we did was uh, really fun. It it was it was our Halloween potluck. We're like, hey, if you want to come into the Woodbury office at this time to this time, we're doing a potluck dress up. If you are in Alaska, if it's horrible weather, or if you just don't want to leave your house um that is just fine Um, uh, but you know come on to the lunch you know wear an outfit if you want to uh join our our costume contest um and it was fun we had probably about i don't know 10 15 people in the office um and then we had you know a good number who are remote and you know people jumped in and out as they as they were able to to have lunch um and then um the other obviously the other option is purely remote um and one of the things we recently did was trivia um we made our own trivia and uh were able to to engage with you know everybody through that and we did it all through teams uh we created a meeting we had breakout rooms uh, we we put all the the questions into the chat and uh, Kelsey and I kind of kind of moderated uh, the 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 groups and um, we were, were able to have uh, some fun conversations and all of the breakout rooms were random um, so you didn't get into those clicks that you sometimes get Um because you're like, oh, I know that person. I feel comfortable with that person. I'm gonna go sit at their table, um, and we'll be on the same trivia team. And <laughs> you don't get to know your empl- your your um you know other uh, other employees, um or other other coworkers, and that's just human nature. Um, it's yeah. it's no knock on everybody. Uh, we're all uh, like I I'm I, I'm guilty of it. Um. But it's it was fun where, you know, you got out of it, just be like, oh, great job, guys. Like, yeah. that was fun. Like you learn a lot about, um, you know, other people through that.
1: So I want to add two things there because I did want to call out the trivia. I thought it was a lot of fun. I participated uh, the the random teams and, and that really pushed those groups together. And again, this is the type of thing where you could have done it in person in a similar way. Um, but I felt that the the way it was done virtually, was very useful. I also want to call out that I still believe we were robbed and shouldn't have lost, um, but that's a separate thing. Uh, so I know a lot of work went into creating that that trivia team, uh, the, that trivia uh, event especially, um, and I know that there was a lot of tools that came into it from how we use them as well as third party that we help are we do we use a third party to assist with that or was that purely internal
2: no we we looked into it and it just didn't do what we wanted and we're like well we already have teams how can we just you know make it ourselves and we're like oh they're like built into a teams meeting you you have breakout rooms uh yeah. and you can just say break everybody out into rooms just like you would at a normal conference and so it you can auto assign, you can put people in. So if somebody jumped in uh, late, we could say, oh, this group only has five. Yep, they can go over to group A because group A, you know, only has, uh, you know, five people.
1: Let's even up the teams a little bit. So uh, it was a very unique use of teams, I felt. And a lot of those tools on the back end are not something I'd ever seen how they worked. Um, so it was uh, I felt that the management, how you guys put that together really showed off. A, what the tool could do, but also how it pulled us all in. Because there was a, I had a couple of people on my team who I had spoken with regularly, um, but generally it was people who I, I didn't speak with very often. And and some of them were, you know, hadn't heard my accent previously. Is how little we'd spoken. So <laughs> it was great to to meet the to meet everyone and and, and not, in a nice environment that wasn't forced as well. Because we'd all signed up to do it.
0: Yeah, that it wasn't. Yeah, it was just over a lunch hour that we were like, if you want to, but right, I know it's really easy to fall into the well, we'll bribe everybody and give them lunch, and that's how we'll get them to again have forced fun. And we were like, we don't want it to be forced fun. But I think too, Matthew, you pointed out something, and AJ is I helped you kind of set this all up. And right, we looked at tools because that seems to be the course of right least resistance is to say somebody else already made it, we'll just use it, which I am not knocking at all. But of course, us being us, we're like, can we figure this out with what we have and take more of our time rather than just pay somebody? And I think we use so much technology without even realizing it as remote employees that I had to laugh and be like, okay, if I like pull myself back here and said, how did we do this? It wasn't just teams. It started with right a team's chat between AJ and myself where he goes, I already made some questions. And I said, cool. And he goes, I have it in a Word doc. So yeah. rather than send me, right? Then he just added me to collaborate and we could collaborate back and forth, see the changes side by side. He went and talked with his wife and said, what do you think of this? And I went and talked talk to my husband. And they were both like, yep, I could get it. And we were like, okay, we got it market tested. We're good. Um, and then we went through and we tested the teams and said, how does this work? And then we said, well, how, how are we going to get them to answer? Because writing down a sheet of paper is not really going to work in this form. You can't really have somebody hold up a whiteboard and be like, here's my answer, because you couldn't see the other group. So we could pop in, but we couldn't see them all at the same time. So within Teams, right, you can send an announcement. And we were like, OK, so we can post the question. But again, how do we get the answer? If you chat it in the chat, how do we track it? You know, whatever that becomes a whole different kit and caboodle. And then we were like, well, as part of 365, we have Microsoft Forms. So rather than just put the questions in there with the answers, that people go ahead. not right and we wanted to only give 60 seconds to give that amount of stress bonding is what i like to call all of that so right as we went through we said well what if we just called it question one question two question three you just put in the answers and then once we were done and aj went through all the answers with everybody back in the room i exported that from forms into an excel i could just go through as he read off the answers Highlight who was right, right? Or somebody probably could have written a formula to do this faster, but I was like, hey, there's 30 questions. There's not that many of us. I can, there's only three columns. I can do this. And then right at the end, I was like, yep, I already know who won pretty much because that team only got one wrong. So it was really easy to be able to figure it out. But then we were able to share all the questions to everybody to say, hey, and at that point it was around Thanksgiving. So we were like, if anybody wants to use trivia, we're not going to get and gatekeep that content. We can put it out there. You can use it. And again, this was something that we want to provide toolkits to multiple groups to say within our own organization. We figured it out. Yes, is there are a few funny things maybe, but this is free. Free. I'm going to put an air quotes. Sense, right? Yeah, time. time and teams 365 is a paid but that's what we use and i think that's what a lot of organizations use in order right to do but you could do it with google products you could do it there's right all of these different things that's just that was in our toolkit and so we use the tools within the toolkit to create a trivia experience
1: yeah and there's i think a lot of this comes down to that fact of one of the tools you have and and part of that technology is your staff right you can't you are using all these tools already how can you better use them um but also one of the things that i think really worked well with the trivia is that because it wasn't forced because we were giving people space to choose to do it everyone who was involved wanted to be involved yep. i'm sure this happens across every organization but i feel it happens a lot more in tech that we do have some individuals that are maybe less, less willing to, or, or just not the type of people who want to engage in those types of events. That's fine. If they're still feeling comfortable and discussing, that's all that matters. Um, and I, I feel like I've mentioned that a couple of times, but I just wanna be clear. We're not saying everyone has to do something or you have to force engagement. It, just remember that the team is is diverse and not everyone wants to be on a podcast. <laughs>
2: yeah, and I think it's part of kind of talking about options too, like if it's an event, when we go into planning it, we just don't go, oh, this is gonna be in-person. We we try to talk about like, how can we get every single person from CIT involved? Um, yeah, and, and give them the option to, to join. Um, you know, we had an in-person uh, end of the year, Event and stuff happened, and we weren't able to get a remote piece to it. But it was part of our thinking to make sure that if somebody isn't able to join for sickness or travel or whatever that barrier is, if they have, you know, uh, an anxiety disorder and don't like big crowds, uh, whatever the reason they don't can't make it to that event. I just want to make sure that they they feel that they are being taken care of and they're being thought of. Um, and and I know Matthew said it before, where he's just like, "It's okay, we don't have a remote piece, uh, or it's okay, we you know this has to be in person or anything like that," uh, because you know you understand you know part of being a remote worker, um. But Kelsey and I have always said, "But we want to make it work for you." Yeah. Um. And and I think that's you know where the you could say the 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 love for these things that we do comes from is yeah. that we just want to make sure everybody's involved and everybody feels engaged and just feel part of a team.
0: Yeah, Oh, 100%. And I know I want to try to keep this a little bit timely, as much as I'm like, this could be a three part episode, and we could keep yeah. talking. But really quick, just like last thoughts from you guys too about because I think that you touch on a couple things, right? Of what do the employees want, which I think is what we've kind of all been talking about, right? Is not what do you think that they need? What do they want? And that's why, of course, form survey monkey, whatever you want to use, whatever technology, they're out there huge part of it we could have a podcast on its own about that but then also write the recognition so exactly what aj is saying kind of tying it up in one word that's all encompassing to a lot of different things on a lot of different levels within the company but using technology and these engagement tools so that you feel recognized by more than just whoever your direct lead is because i think that's a huge part of at least my experience
1: yeah, I we, uh, I really want not have up a quick compliance thing uh, just because if I don't, then what's the point of my job? Um, a lot of people and a lot of organizations do have employee survey requirements. Please keep in mind that employee engagement surveys, culture surveys are such a great way, especially when they're truly anonymous or as anonymous as they can be, to understand how the team feels. Because for every person who's willing to put their hand up in a meeting and speak out about how something may be impacting them or they may even appreciate it and they just feel comfortable saying it, there's probably another person who doesn't feel that way. So internal surveys, third-party surveys where someone comes in and, and helps evaluate how the team feels, these are technology tools that we can use in person or in remote environments to get that information as well. Sorry, yeah, no, I know uh, I just have to uh, mention uh, compliance or else. No, no. And, that's, and, and,
2: and <laughs> that's that's perfect. And I think just, you know, try things out is kind of the thing that uh, I've learned from this um, is, you know, try try things out and try to involve as many people as you can. Um, yeah. It, you know, even if it doesn't work, if you tried to put a laptop on a table at a bowling alley because you had a group outing and everybody wanted to go bowling but somebody was sick uh, or is in another state, um, and it didn't work out because you couldn't hear them between all the pins clashing, um, you you figured it out. Uh, but yeah. if it did work and they felt included and they're like, "Yeah, that was you know kind of fun," and I hope I can make it next time, um, you know that. Um, so, that's kind of just my uh, little
1: two cents there. I'll agree. It's you're still learning. We're all learning. This is a yes. new way of doing this. Um, not everything is gonna work out how you expected or hoped it would. Um, keep trying. The people who are who you're attempting to include will notice there being the attempt that we do. Um, as someone who is fully remote, I am very appreciative of how, like, like you mentioned, you tried to get the the remote side things of things in for some of these events and it just, for whatever reason, it didn't work. I'm aware of the effort that goes into that. And I appreciate that it's part of the engagement. So thank you.
0: No, I completely agree. I couldn't have said any of that better myself. So I'm gonna let you guys just close it out with those comments because that was fabulous. But if anybody listening is like, well that opened up a whole nother tangent because that's our favorite. By all means, we're all available to chat even though we are not, right? We're not trying to sell any sort of employee engagement software. We're not trying to do those things. But if you're going, well, how did you do this? do you have a recommendation? Again, we don't pretend to be the experts, but we can talk to the things that we've tried and maybe failed or figured out some hiccups along the way. So if you do have those questions, or if you want to hear us talk more about employee engagement, by all means, you can always reach out to us at info at cit-net.com. Spoilers, I'm the person that answers those emails. It's not just a sales email. Or you can head out to our website at cit-net.com backslash podcast. And thank you, AJ. Thank you, Matthew, so much for joining us on today's tech for Business Podcast. We'll be back next week.